we've done a solo episode. So I think it's due. What do you think, Allie? Especially because we're together. Yes, we're together. We're recording this a little bit before my Italy move. So I know when it comes out, I'm going to already be there. But we wanted to crank out a couple, especially since we're together and it's a little bit easier to do solo episodes. And I feel like we haven't done one in so long. Yeah. And we were talking this morning about different topics and what we wanted to talk about. And this one was actually the first on the list. I feel like people have asked for this episode and it's something that we both feel passionately and, and it's something that we both love to talk about. I put a question box up a couple of weeks ago asking people what they wanted to hear more about. And the common theme throughout almost every single reply was just something to do with friendship, whether it be, you know, making friends in post-grad or adulthood or um, maintaining friendships or. Yeah. And like we've talked about relationships on the podcast, but we haven't really, we haven't really talked about friendships that much. Yeah. I think we both have two really different perspectives on friendships. Yeah. Because you're coming, you know, out of college. You've been out for a year. Um, I'm inching towards 29. <laughs> um, so I had a bit more experience in adult friendships. Yeah. I feel like um, for sure. So and wherever you fall. in, Yeah, that. wherever you fall. And we also have like very different friendship styles too yeah like for example Allie has just a very tight-knit group and I'm friends with every person I've ever met in my life yeah I'm a little bit more cautious when it comes to friendships I don't bird can meet someone and talk to them for approximately two and a half minutes and be their best friend I'm crying so I'm leaving them um but yeah I think this will be a great episode yeah so let's I think we just jump right in jump right in dive right in (laughs) (laughs) okay so we wrote out a couple questions just to kind of guide us. So I feel like if we don't have a guide, we just go in on yeah, like Yeah, but I'm going to be completely things. honest. I have not thought of any of my answers. Okay, so, so this will be have like – Not really. I've just right. been like running out throughout my day. Yeah, um, this is just a, so, a guide. A guide. Yeah, this is just a, a loose I-10. A loose I-10. We loose love I-10. a loose I-10. Yeah. Okay. So first question we have is what are your top qualities in a friend? Okay. Do you want me to start? So I guess this is like friendship green flags. Like what are you looking for when you're making friends? Yeah. Okay. I actually did think about this when I was drying my hair earlier, but now I forgot what I thought about. So give me a second. Um, Okay. I definitely look for a reciprocal friendship, like someone that reciprocates. Yeah. I feel like when you have these friends that you're constantly inviting to do things and they're never inviting you to do anything, that's just like a one-sided friendship. Yeah. And it's so annoying. Yeah. You want to make sure that you're giving and getting about the same amount. Right. And obviously people go through things where they need more support or you need more support. Yeah. Like overall. But in the end, it should be pretty 50-50. Yeah, definitely. And it's just like annoying to be the one that's always inviting, always hosting, always planning. And like, I get it. Some people aren't planners and some people don't like to host, but like if they're your friends, you can always make an effort. Yeah, definitely. It gets exhausting and then I feel you get burnt out on the friendship. Totally. Something that I look for in a friend is definitely like, how do you say this? Let me think. I need more than a surface level friend. Like mm-hmm. I need someone who I can have like really actual deep conversations with and who can give me real guidance and real advice. Cause I feel like I'm pretty good at that. Like I love giving my friends guidance and advice, but I need that too. Yeah. So I need someone who can like talk about real things and it's not just always like la da da fun like you know because I feel like you have those friends you know who are like your fun friends and you only do fun stuff with them and you go out with them you do all this fun stuff but I need someone who I can hang out with on like a Tuesday afternoon they can give me really good life advice you know yeah um I remember the one that I thought of when I was drying my hair what I really need friends that are present yeah. I think that the most frustrating quality in friends is when you go out of your way to go spend time with them 
I mean, because let's be honest, we only have a limited amount of hours in the day. And if you're taking time when you could be doing anything else to spend time with them, whether it's going on a walk or just like hanging out in their living room with them and they're on their phone the whole time, that's like a slap in the face. I catch myself too. It's like, how can I be more present in my relationships and my friendships? Like, let me put my phone away or let me, you know, if I'm the thing about me, like if I'm with you, I'm a hundred percent with you. Like, yes, I'm like working sometimes and, you know, it's harder than sometimes are harder than others. But I think that I really do make an effort to be present with people. Yeah. I also feel like a really important quality for me is honesty, because I think that a lot of people will tell you what they think you want to hear. And I really need someone who can tell me something that I maybe don't want to hear, but need to hear, Yeah, you know, and I think that that can be like, in a range of things from like silly things like, oh, does this outfit look good? No, it really no. actually doesn't <laughs> yeah. look good to like, hey, this is we've been noticing you. You've been like really, you know, like like you might say, like not present or yeah. you've been really distant or like someone who can kind of like calm me on my stuff. And that's why like, you know, me and Perry do so well living with each other and everything is because we can call each other out and not let it affect us like after that conversation yeah you just leave it like it's not like I'm gonna dwell on it forever and be like we're not friends like you just need someone who can be honest yeah and well I think that comes with living with someone too that's very similar to how Viv and I are like Mm -hmm. we can you know have a disagreement or say something hard but then it's like that's it you know, dust your hands off. That's end of conversation. Yeah. I think another quality for me is I need supportive friends. The thing is like, I, you know, have a lot of things going on and I need friends that are supportive of what I'm doing, what I'm building, what I'm working on. And I'm really lucky to have that. Like as soon as I started print, like all my friends were signed up. Yeah. And that was really big for me. And you know, whatever I do, like they're listening to the podcast, they're like cheering me on. Yeah. And I feel like been really great to be like make these adult friendships that are really supportive and you know they genuinely want the best for you yeah I feel like when I was younger like in high school or even like kind of early college I had a lot of friendships that were like underlyingly competitive like yeah it's like they so a lot of people that I had in my life at that time like they maybe on the outside seemed like they want me to succeed but if I had anything ever going for me it was like okay how can I like kind of it's kind of like I was being knocked down and when they're not supporting you, then essentially what they're doing is just knocking you down and you need to have friends who like my friends. Now I could literally send them any venture of life into my group messaging, like this is what I'm doing. And they're like, Oh my gosh, like you're going to be the best, like whatever you decide to be. And that's such a good quality because having friends that you feel like are competing with you. Yeah. That's like not even a friend. There's no better feeling than, having friendships where you don't feel like you're competing and there's no like real jealousy and everyone's just supportive of each other because it's just so freeing and it just that's not a way to be a friend yeah that makes me think of this situation that I have with my friends now so like obviously me Perry Blaine like a lot of us work in social media right yeah and social media I think has a very weirdly underlying competitive quality about it people are always oddly weirdly like of course it yes does. everything I know. on social media i know but it's like not really spoken about like, people are like hi i feel so like competitive like i feel like i'm comparing myself to this person i'm competing with her like you know it could just be like that sometimes and um all of my friends like when we get brand deals or when we get like a really good job or something mm-hmm. we and blaine is so good at this she literally sends my name in to every company that she works with yeah and at, and tells them to reach out to me and then I'll send her name into companies that I reach out with or I'll send Perry's name in or whoever and try to get them 
the job too. And it's like such a great feeling because we aren't competing with each other. We're actually wanting each other to succeed. That makes me think of a quote I saw on Instagram, speaking of, but, um, you know, be friends with someone who would speak your name in a room full of opportunities. Yeah, I always think about that when I think about Blaine, especially, and Perry, and all my friends who do that, because it is so true, like, they easily could not do that, you know, like, it takes zero time to do it or to not do it, and they always, always, always try to put my name out there for any opportunity they can. And that's such a good friend. It's also part of being secure. You know, it's like if you're insecure in who you are and like you're whatever you're doing, it's like you're not going to recommend people that might be better for the role or whatever it might be. Yeah. But I think what's important to remember as we list these qualities is like we have to embody these two. Yeah. And it's like taking a look at your relationships and thinking like, okay, how can I be more supportive? Am I inviting people to do things? Am I, you know, recommending people? Yeah. Am I being honest with my friends? So I think that that's something that, you know, we could reflect on as well. Definitely. Going off that. So those were our top qualities in a friend. This is a question though that I think we've gotten asked the very most, (laughs) like every single time. And it's a great question. It's how to make friends in adulthood, especially post-grad, because it's so scary. Like you go to college and a lot of people are in sororities. We both were in sororities. And it's like you instantly kind of make friends, right? Mm-hmm. And you're putting these sororities or you're putting these groups of people who are like in some kind of facet similar to you. Yeah. And then you enter adulthood, you enter post-grad and you're just stuck out in the world. And it's yeah. kind of like, how do I make friends? Like there's an adult sorority. Right. Like, what do you do? Yeah. So I think that's a great question. Yeah. I mean, it is scary, but it's also really nice because it's the first time in your life where you're not forced to be friends with the people that are around you. Or, yeah. or the people who are around you and not forced, but like, you know what I mean? It's like you have automatic friends in a sorority and in high school and in college, just cause like you're all on the same page. Yeah. When you're an adult, you get to choose who you actually want to spend with, spend time with for the first time in your life. Yeah. And I think for me making friends in adulthood, an easy way is just like friends of friends. Like if you are moving to, you know, Nashville or Austin, like reaching out to your friends and say, Hey, do you know anyone that lives in these cities and get them to connect you? Like that's an easy connection point. I also think just getting involved with activities that you like to do because people who are like-minded and like to do the same things as you, they're going to be there too. And Mm -hmm. that's a good way to get connected and also like having things to talk about too. So like, if you're really into, I don't know, like wakeboarding or, (laughs) okay. So (laughs) So, like, let's say you're really into... So, okay, let's go with it. Say you're into wakeboarding. Say you're into wakeboarding. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where that came none from. None of us wakeboard, y'all. Like, <laughs> that is so random, but keep going. Um, I think I was thinking paddleboarding, but it came out wakeboarding. Whatever. Whatever okay. boarding you're into. So, you're into a sport that involves yeah. boarding. So, go take a class. Do you take a wakeboarding class? I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. Like, okay, let's say you're in... All these cities have intramural leagues. Of, you know, there are kickball leagues, soccer leagues that you can join as an adult. And that's a really great way to meet people who maybe share the same interests as you. Yeah. My friend Ashley in Hawaii actually gave me a really good piece of advice um, before I moved. And she told me the best way to make friends is to go hang out at places that you love to be. And I you think feel that was happy. also our recommendation for meeting guys too. Oh, that was. <laughs> yeah. But it, it also applies to friendships. Yeah. So like say that you love doing like say that you love. OK, for example, if you're in Hawaii, say you love laying out at the beach. You love going to the beach and reading your book. Look around the beach, look around the coffee shop, look around the gym, look around the people who are doing exactly what you're doing and go talk to them. Yeah. You know, if I was on the beach in Hawaii and I would see a girl by herself reading 
or, you know, on our phone or whatever, sitting alone, that's a good opportunity to walk up and be like, hey, like, do you live here? Are you in yeah. school? I mean, the thing I've learned is like most people are in the same boat. Like they're just trying to make friends too. Even if it looks yeah. like they're just like in a corner or like reading or on their phones, like they're also looking for friends. And, and I think another thing to be sure to do is just keep inviting people, like just invite people to do stuff, like go out of your comfort zone, be the one that brings people together. And also like having questions kind of in your back pocket going beyond the, so like, what do you do? You know, where are you from? Where'd you go to college? Like coming up with good conversation starters that you can just like constantly fall back on, you know, just like having these conversation starters, like loaded up and ready to go. And just kind of getting past those, like, like you said, surface level conversations. Definitely. So I think two points from that. Um, The first thing is that I was reminding someone this the other day, but also like giving people a chance because, Mm -hmm. you know, like me and you, we're kind of personalities where we kind of open up real quick to people. Or I think I open up even faster than you do. Like I like spill my life to anyone and I'm like very open. It takes me a little bit And it takes, but some people, it takes them a bit to open up, like a while. So don't just like ask someone a couple questions or talk to them for a little bit and, and just write them off as like, oh, they're not my type of person. Because they might be. You might just need to give them a minute to warm up. And some people might who are listening to this might be like those kinds of people who take a minute to warm up. And there's something wrong with that. Like just giving people a chance. But I guess because I just came from postgrad pretty recently and moved somewhere completely random. So like moving to Hawaii, it was a fear of mine because I did move with three girls at the time who are from my college, but I was really worried because outside of those people, I didn't know anyone. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of scary because my friends who are moving to Nashville or Dallas or Atlanta, they kind of already had these friends like from Ole Miss or from like, you know, Alabama or whatever, Um, friends of friends, that kind of thing. But in Hawaii, it was like basically no one. And you might find yourself in that position too, moving somewhere, maybe random for a job or whatever, where you don't necessarily know anybody. Yeah. And the biggest thing I can recommend for those situations, and this sounds so crazy, but it's literally to reach out to people on social media. So mm-hmm. for example, Blaine, my best friend who I'm going to be living with in Italy and I love to death, literally met her from TikTok. And it's a crazy story. I've told it before, but like from her DMing me on Instagram because I followed her on TikTok, that's my best friend. Like I would literally die for Blaine and I've only known her for a year. And same with like, all of her friends, like they all connected through social media who then became my friends through her, you know? Yeah. So just not being afraid to like get on TikTok, search the city that you live in, see who's TikToking, like right. DM them on Instagram. You know, if someone sends you a girl on Instagram and says, hey, this is my like cousin's friend's sister's babysitter who lives in blah, blah, blah. DM her. Yeah, Say, like, hey, just let's don't be out. afraid to reach out. And maybe if you don't necessarily like her, you might like her friend. Exactly. You know? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, this is something that I'm working on too. I recently joined Soho House in Nashville. It just opened and the members are just like, I mean, everyone there is just so different. There's so many different types of people that are members and they have all these different events. And like, I joke, but I sign up for every single event. Like I went to a pot painting class, like a garden pot. Um, I've done like all these yoga and meditation classes. I've done um, a coloring workshop, wine tasting. Sometimes you are allowed to bring a guest, but for the most part, I show up solo and I end up meeting really, really cool people and having really great conversations just because like, I'm not afraid to put myself out there and go. And I think that definitely takes some time. You know, yeah. you have to get used to it. Um, but yeah, just like signing up, joining a gym or somewhere where you can just have that community and just like start up a conversation with someone. You never know yeah. where that will lead. 
Yeah. And something I did in Hawaii that's really cool and that I'm like very proud of was, um, so obviously like I moved to Hawaii and met a lot of friends in such a lucky way and had a big friend group. But I noticed that there were a lot of girls who were kind of struggling to find friends because it Mm -hmm. is kind of a harder place to make friends sometimes. So what I did is I made a group me that was an open group me and I added all my friends to it and all these girls who had like reached out to me on Instagram and it just grew into this massive group me called like Girls on Oahu. And it's still people text it to this day and hang out. And like we ended up having like my friends kind of hosted a like sunset beach meetup. And that's how I met like one of my best friends, Kristen, because she came there and she was in the army and she just moved there. So it's like, if you find yourself being more settled somewhere, like say you've lived in Dallas for like a year now, or you've lived in Nashville for a couple of years, you know, facilitating ways for other people to meet and like, you know, doing your part because some people don't make friends as easily as you do. And I just think it's a good thing to do, but that's great. I love that. And I think too, like, even if you do live in the same place for a while, like getting out of your circle, like that's kind of what I'm trying to do. It's like, I've been in Nashville for a while. I have my, you know, best girlfriends, but like just always trying to expand that circle and bring in new people. You can always have more friends. Yeah. I mean, you can never, I mean, I think that you have to pick and choose your relationships that you want to invest in because you do have limited time in the day. But yeah, like always, I think always seeking to bring new people into your group because those are the people that are going to expand you and like you introduce you missing out on. Yeah, and like introduce you to new ideas, new music you might like, new thoughts. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's always important to continue to expand. You know what I think is really exciting and I think might give people some hope who are like listening to this interview or this episode. But is that you literally don't know the people who are out in the world right now who are going to be your bestest friends. Like I think about this time last year, right before I moved to Hawaii and I was, had no idea what was going to happen to me. And I didn't even know there were like 12 girls who I'd yet to meet who were like living their life for like 23 years at this point who I'd never come in contact with, who are going to become like the biggest parts of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of encouraging, I think, for anyone who might find themselves like maybe struggling with friends or being fearful about a move or if they're going to make yeah. friends. Like there are so many people in this world, I feel the same way about Italy, who are like waiting for you to mm-hmm. come into their life and vice versa. And that's yeah. so exciting. And they're not going to come into your world just by you sitting on the couch. Like you have to put yourself out there and like step out of your comfort zone get on there are so many of these like meetup websites yeah my friend sophia or blaine met sophia and kasha through bumble bff so many people have met through bumble bff and like like i was saying the meetup groups like you can basically look up any hobby that you're into and find a meetup yeah definitely so that's good advice about making friends in adulthood i hope you guys can take something away from that because yeah. I feel like, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do it. No story is going to be the same. Yeah, but there's but a lot of people that the you underlying factor is just putting yourself out there and being open to new yeah. friends. Always looking for new friends. You yeah. never want to be the closed off circle. Definitely. Yeah. Um, all right. So the next friendship topic we wanted to touch on are friendship breakups and what to do when friendship fades. Because if there's anything I've learned going through my 20s is that, you know, you're going to change so much. Like who you are at 21 is not who you're going to be at 28. And sometimes that means that your friends have to change too. Yeah, I've kind of been experiencing this in a way in my life. And I think a big part of it is that like I'm a year po- out of post-grad and I've lived in one place and I'm moving to another place. But for the first time in my life, I'm starting to kind of feel the effects of like friendships fading out of my life. Like friends who at one point I considered a best friend to me who I just maybe like, you know, 
stopped talking to as much or we're living just completely different lives now. We don't have the time to prioritize our friendship as much. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of have been struggling with it like the past couple weeks or like months even because, you know, when I lived in Hawaii, like I had such a crazy time zone change and I only had a certain amount of hours in the day that I could keep up with y'all. Right. And then my like closest friends, I wanted to give them energy, but then like that didn't leave really any time for me to connect with some of my other friends. And I've kind of felt those friendships fade away, but I have to remind myself that that is just part of life Mm -hmm. and friendships change as you change, you know? And like those friends who are maybe my friends in my like late teens, early twenties, like maybe aren't going to be like my bestest friends throughout my entire life. And I think that's just something that I have to like accept, you know, because I've also had all these new people come into my life that I like love and cherish so much because my present self needs them. Yeah. I mean, friendships aren't always going to last forever. Sometimes they're just going to be for a a period of time. Yeah. And you you can't just like break your back trying to keep up with these relationships, especially if it isn't being reciprocated. Yeah. And just trying to like make something happen that just like maybe is fading out of your life. You have to like force it. Yeah. I mean, I've gone through that for sure. I've had friends that I was friends with for years and years. And then, you know, as we got older, there are people that I don't even talk to anymore. I don't even follow on Instagram. Yeah. And it's, and it's just sad, but it's, it's sad, also but like... it's, it's part of it. And like, I think the way I think about it is this, you only have so much energy, like you were saying. So the people that you want to invest, you want to invest your energy and time into, those are the friendships you're going to carry with you. And yeah. you know, you have to let some go. You can't carry every single one or you're going to be exhausted, burnout. Yeah, you're not going to be able to make friends in your current situation. Right. For example. So and I know a lot of people have those friends that they like never talk to and then they see and they're like just immediately back connected. Yeah, I have a lot of friends like that. But I'm not really like that. Yeah. You know, for example, like I kind of need to be connected with my friends because I am just like a person who loves connection. So like my best friend Libby, we haven't lived together in the same place since college, but we do such a good job of like, you know, FaceTiming, texting, like we even Snapchat, like we just do DMing on Instagram, just like little things kind of like throughout the week to like stay connected with each other and voice memoing our days or like what's going on, just stuff like that to feel connected. And it doesn't feel like a chore. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like having, just realizing that that's a natural part of life. Friendships are going to come in and out and like, maybe it's your friends with someone and then you kind of go through a period of like not talking so much. And then you come back around and you're really good friends in a different phase of life. You just have to kind of let the let that kind of work the way it's supposed to. And if someone's trying to make you feel guilty about it or bad, that's just a sign. That's a red flag for sure. Yeah. If a friend is like guilting you for not being able to put the time and energy into that friendship, then I think that's definitely a red flag because especially being an adult, you know, it's not college where you just have like endless time to hang out and do stuff and these social events and you're going out like you actually have to try and some people might not be able yeah. to be the friend that they once were. Well, and if you if you guilt them, then what kind of friend does that make you? you know? Yeah. Well, something that really annoys me is there's a difference between being like, hey, I miss you. Can we hang out soon? Totally get it. Yeah. But when someone's like, oh, I miss you so much. Like you haven't been around like accusing you. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I've been working this incredible job. I've been building a company. I've been... You know, I started maybe, a podcast. Maybe you're going through something. Yeah, or maybe they don't know because they haven't. That was the case for me. I will say, a lot of the fall and summer that I think led to a couple of my friendship fadeouts was that like I was really going through it in the fall, especially when mom was in rehab and like I was in Hawaii. And 
you know, I think that a lot of people saw on social media that like I was having like obviously like the best days of my life, which in a way was true. So they really weren't checking up on me as much. And it kind of made me like a little bit resentful because they were like, where have you been? You know, and it's like, I've been going through something, but you don't, you haven't really asked. So you don't know. Yeah. I think it's, you just really have to kind of figure check out, in. check in and also just take a look at the way you're asking about people or like saying that you miss people because there's a difference between saying like you genuinely miss someone and you want to spend time with them and like check in to see how they're doing versus like, I miss you. You haven't been around. And it's like, yeah, but why don't you ask me about all the things that I've been working on? Yeah. You know what I've been going through. Yeah, definitely. All right. So the, another thing we wanted to talk about, I guess we can go ahead and jump into our friendship styles. We kind of touched on it a little bit. Yeah. So what kind of friendship style do you think you have? I am definitely quality over quantity. I yeah. think that I am very choosy in who I invest time into because I don't have a lot of it. I mean, I really am busy. Like I'm yeah. doing a lot with work and then I always have five other things going on in my yeah. life that aren't work. And so if you're someone that is my friend and like I'm choosing to spend time with you, like that's a really big deal for me. Yeah. Because like time is my most valuable asset. And yeah, I think that it takes me a little bit longer to decide if I'm really going to, you know, pour into this friendship. But when I do, like, I really do pour into it. And like, I expect that person to, too. Yeah. I think that I'm like a mix. Like, I'm the kind of person who I feel like I do well with a large group of friends. And I wasn't actually always like that. Like in high school, even I thought that I was more of like a two to three friend person. But then I just realized that it was because I hadn't really met a lot of people that I clicked with super yeah. well I think but when I got to college like my friend group is 15 girls which was amazing but like of course within that group there's people that I'm like more close to than others which is like I think normal for a group that size like you're gonna live with people and you're gonna like hang out with certain people more um, and then in Hawaii like my friend group is like 13 or 14 girls there too but I think the older I've gotten I've started to realize like the value of pouring into like just your close people mm -hmm. um, because I will try to like break my back sometimes and pour into like tons of people, you know, and that's when I have to sit back and ask myself, you know, the quality questions and like the green flag questions and be like, wait, okay, am I receiving this from this person? Am I receiving this from this person? And I think like, as I've gotten older, my circle has gotten smaller but it's not a bad thing. Well, it's definitely something that comes with age, too. Yeah, because in college, obviously, you're going to have a huge friend group because you're in a sorority or you're doing whatever. And you're like, I don't know. I feel like I was still the same in college. I don't know. I was always a little bit more hesitant. But also, like, you can be quantity over quality and be a little hesitant and choosy without being a bitch. Like, you know, I yeah. can talk to, you know, anyone. I enjoy, you know, meeting new people. But I think it's really investing in the friendships that's the difference, you know? Yeah, I would say that I am, like, a quantity friend like I enjoy being around large groups of girls because I kind of thrive off of a lot of different energy yeah um but the older I've gotten through life I feel like I'm starting to like carry certain people with me yeah and you know that's just life like you're gonna take some people from high school yeah then you're gonna take a couple people from college then I'm gonna take a couple people from Hawaii and then I'm gonna take a couple people from Italy and it's like everywhere that you go in your life you're gonna carry a couple people with you one thing about me though that's different from you is the fact that I actually can go a while without talking to someone and then when I'm together with them again it's like absolutely no time has passed I have several friendships that are like that and we don't live in the same city and I'm not a texter so we don't text all the time but it's like when we see each other it's like immediately we immediately go back to where we started or go back to where we left off 
Yeah, not to like make you feel older than me or anything, but I think this is where our age divide comes in <laughs> yeah, to true. play because like I think my age range of people, we are more connected on our phones. So like I do like texting or like, you know, Instagram messaging or DMing things or even like Snapchat. Like the only thing I really use Snapchat for these days is to keep up with my friend. I don't even have a Snapchat. Yeah. I use it to keep up with my like college and Hawaii friend group like snaps and it's so fun so we just send each other like little snaps of our day and that's a good way to feel like you're kind of like in their day and like keeping up with them yeah um I think too like as you get older like you'll probably be the same once people start moving away and like you start moving from different places where you're not like living with your friends all the time I think that your friendships will evolve to be that way too yeah no definitely I think I'm already seeing that happen now but I mean going off that like this brings us to our next point What about maintaining friendships? Like, how do you do that? My favorite way to maintain a friendship is just, like, checking in, you know, because I'm different than you. Like, I don't like to go super long without talking to my, like, at least my close circle people. Yeah. So, to me, that means, like, you know, a text, a FaceTime. You know, if I'm on a walk, I'll call them. And it is a little – it was more difficult in Hawaii for sure, and it's about to be really difficult in Italy because of the time changes. So that's when I really have to prioritize or even just, like, shooting a text, like, hey, let's FaceTime tonight. Mm -hmm. You know, something that we did a lot during COVID was Zooming, happy hour on Zoom. Like, let's do a FaceTime call and catch up this, like, tonight and have a glass of wine together or something like that just to feel like you're still connected. Yeah. Um, Stuff like that, checking in. You know, give me a quick run through of what what you have going on. I do love a good voice memo. Okay, I have something to say about the voice memos that is kind of irritating. I love voice memos too, but there's two things I don't like about them. One, I have a couple friends that voice memo and they're like this. So yeah, um, yeah. Okay, that's annoying. And it's like, wow, like this is a two and a half minute voice memo that could have been 12 (laughs) seconds, you know? But I find myself doing that too. I'm like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, sorry, mom, one second. Okay, yeah, and then I went to ATV. Wait, well, hold on, wait. Well, that's on you for being a bad voice, I know, tech, I know. voice recorder. Like, I've received them and I've sent them. So I'm guilty. I'm not saying that I'm perfect voice member. The second thing, though, is that I forget what they say. I guess you can keep them, but I don't really know how to do that. So it's like, you send me a voice memo, Allie, and then I try to, like, go revisit it, and I'm like, well, not there. Like, what do I do? You can keep it. So, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I love a voice memo. I'm like, tell me what you need to tell me. Like, hey. And I like hearing people's voice. I'm a caller. So, like, Anna Grace and I are like this. She just moved to Florida. And we go, like, weeks without talking to each other. But we'll, like, you know, send a voice memo every now and then. But, like, and then we'll have a phone call that's an hour, an hour and a half, two hours. We catch up on everything. And so that's how I maintain friendships, making that time. And like even Jacqueline, like my friend that lives in Texas, will have really long phone calls. And it's just setting time aside, like, okay, I haven't talked to this person in a while. Like, let me call them. Like, you know, instead of just like coming home from work, turning the TV on, taking a bath, I'm going to set time aside to really talk and like catch up. Oh, something cute that my friends will do occasionally, especially when we graduated college and we all kind of started moving was we would text, like, send a selfie of what you're doing right now. And everyone would send a selfie. Apparently, there's, like, a new social media that's Yeah, like I that. know. I've heard of it, but I don't even know what it is. Libby and Kenna, the social girls at the Home Edit, they were telling me about it. And, like, you take a selfie of what you're doing and then what's right in front of you. And then, like, you can't look at other people's until you do it. So you, like, have to do it every day. Yeah, I, I've heard of that. But I honestly think if I add another social media platform to my plate, <laughs> I'm going to have an <laughs> brain explosion please don't um but yeah just like cute things like 
this is your sign to get on your phone and go drop your friend a little voice memo and say, hey, I'm thinking of you. Even on my mind, I miss you. I hope you're having a great day because that is how you stay connected. That's how you maintain a friendship. It's just little check-ins. Yeah. Making sure they still feel like seen and heard and loved and, and honestly, just reaching out. being present with them. I think that, you know, yeah, you might not see each other five times a week or see each other that often, but it's like whenever you do see each other or whenever you are talking to each other, you're present. Like the only thing you're concerned with is talking to them. So my friend Noah sent me this reel yesterday and it was these girls and they were all sitting in silence on their phone. And it was like the 45 minutes after taking photos. And that's so true. Like me and Perry, something that we do to like remain more present throughout our days, we take all of our photos or our content and then we go home at night and we post everything and get everything like together for what we want to share. And it's like 40 minutes of just complete silence. But in a way, we're kind of hanging out because we're doing it together. And it's like, just look good. Okay, yeah, just look good. Yeah, and it's, I don't know. I just think that there's all kinds of ways to spend quality time. I mean, yeah, you can definitely, like, I'm not saying if you hang out with me, you can't be on your phone at all. Yeah, if you hang out with Allie, she has a little special box. <laughs> She's going to lock your phone. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm Put just, your phone in the phone I'm box. just saying, like, if I haven't seen you in a while, I don't want to, like, look at you and be on your phone. It's annoying. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there is something to be said for those friendships that you can be in silence together. You know, like, that's that's real friendship when you don't feel the need to constantly just be talking for the sake of talking. Um, yeah, for sure. As Bird sits here on her phone. Yeah. So. <laughs> on that note. On that note. Um, yeah, but I think friendship is such like a, I mean, obviously such an important part of life. And so I think that, you know, it's good to sit and examine like what you're looking for in friends, what kind of friend you are, you know, at the end of the day, like you are who you surround yourself with. So taking a look and seeing like, who are my closest friends? What does my circle look like? If you are finding yourself kind of in like a low vibe or negative rut or kind of like, you know, not loving where you are right now in your life, maybe that is also a sign yeah. to check check out who you're around. Like the people that you spend the most time with are a huge reflection of who you're going to be. Mm-hmm. So if you're not investing in people who are going to make you better and make you love yourself more and, you know raise you to a higher vibration that is probably a reason to find new friends or look around definitely surround yourself with people that are headed in the direction where you want to be going yeah my favorite thing to do is like to surround myself with people who I look up to yeah because all my friends like they all have so many special qualities that like I love about each of them that like I want to be more of you know I'm a huge friendship person like I thrive on friends we're both like girls girls and oh yeah girls girls through and through yeah it's important you have to have your people who like aren't your family who Mm -hmm. aren't your boyfriend like just someone who's you're not gonna date you're not gonna marry you're not gonna be related to but who will literally just be there for you and yeah it's important so I really hope I also like as you've gotten older I feel like I'm friends with your friends and vice versa shit yeah you work with my best friend yeah that's true (laughs) Allie works with my very best friend, Libby, and it kind of makes me feel a little bit better because in a way I feel like I'm connected to Libby even more because she has you. Yeah. And as much as I wish I could be with her every single day, if another person had to be with her every single day, I'm glad it could be you. I thought you wanted to be with me every day. No, I do want to be with you every day, but that's what I'm saying. You're my family. Yeah, true. But yeah, I mean, I love hanging out with your friends. And like, we went to the beach. Yeah, like we do so many things with our friends together. Yeah, we went on trips. We've gotten to the point where we've done like parties. We go out together. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the older you get, you know, 
we've even become friends the older we've gotten like better friends because we have a five-year age gap so a lot of y'all probably know like once we at a certain point I feel like it's kind of the same yeah age stops mattering <laughs> um anyway well we have sushi waiting for us upstairs so we're gonna end it right here but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I hope that we were able to share something that helped you um navigate some of the friendships in your life yeah. And go check on your friends. If you're hearing this and you haven't reached out to a friend in a while, like go shoot them a text, shoot them a voice memo. Yeah. And just let your friends know that you value them. I think we can leave it with leave this episode with two challenges. Check on your friend. Just yeah. send a text, a voice memo, whichever you prefer. Um, and then two, do something that makes you step out of your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Whether it's like reaching out to someone that you kind of know that you want to get to know better or maybe going to a class. Like we said, um, but I think those are two good action items for the week. Yeah, action items. Love that. And love our solo episode. I know I'm going to listen to this when I'm in Italy and (laughs) wish that we were together. But I love our podcast because that's how we stay in touch. (laughs) And then our 29 calls. Hey, we we are calling our sister. Yeah. And go call your sisters while you're at it and calling your friend. Okay. We have to eat sushi now. Great solo episode. Love you all. Bye. Catch you guys next Tuesday.